Hey, Jim and Dee, this is Joe from just outside of Buffalo, New York. Absolutely love the podcast. Jim, glad to see you're back doing the podcast regularly. Really missed it. Been listening to it since the beginning. I listened to it when it was just a primarily a Mets podcast, and I'm a Braves fan. And I was listening to you talk about the Mets because of the passion that you had for your team. That I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, love the podcast. Look forward to them every week. All the best, Jim and Dee. Thanks. Hey, Jim D. Mike Carlin calling from Stanford, Connecticut. Love, love, love your podcast. I'm the father of triplets, and I really do enjoy your insights into family life. Hello, it's Sean Gill. I just wanted to thank you for the anniversary shout-outs at the Brigada and on Facebook. I plan on coming to the Fillmore to see you for the ninth time. Love the show. Great show. Hey, guys. Frank from Montreal. Big fan of the podcast. Big Jim uh, fan as well. Um, i big fan of the show. And thanks again, Jim. All right. Take care, guys. Bye. Bro. Hey, it's Todd. Love you on Stern. Love the stories about your dad. Sorry to hear him pass away years ago. Uh, your show is awesome. I loved you on when you and Corielli did your radio show. This is Stacy from Connecticut, and I have to tell you that I love going to see Jim's shows, and he always talks about his family, but hearing the two of you together has been just such a blessing. So thank you for this podcast. I love that you're a marriage warrior. I really do. Hey, everyone. First of all, uh, thank you for listening. Second of all, hello to all the new listeners. Uh, more and more people are knocking on the door each week, which is cool. Some people uh, are becoming fans of D, my wife, uh, through strength and struggles they're going through, whether it be cancer or something else. And, and I have my followers. So with that said, things are getting interesting. Oh, and I go on, I'm in Minnesota right now. And today is part of a show at Metallica. It's our second show that we opened for them. The first one was it was it was too it was chaotic. It was really good. It was just chaotic. I was running around like a maniac, and I was trying to do so many things that I normally just do not do, like meeting meeting local football players uh you know 40 minutes before the show and trying to set them up in a vip room and 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 i have this canon this t-shirt launcher that i'm trying to figure out it's all and game shows and i'm trying to write down the questions before we go out there which i had and it's uh and plus i have uh another comedian with me and we're just we're, we're all trying to sort it out and for the most part it went pretty well it went i thought it went really well uh could could be a lot better so tonight a game plan that is a lot tighter trimming the fat and just go for it tonight i'm really looking to see how this minnesota one goes because i would love nothing more than just be crushing, crushing these Metallica shows. 
by the by tonight to be honest with you I want it to be amazing this is they have given me an opportunity of a lifetime and you know it's interesting because some people go well you know why don't you help out young bands well why not help out uh, a comic and I think the fact that they're doing that for me is is pretty staggering it's really staggering and I'm I'm very honored. I'm so thankful that the Metallica crew trusts me to put this together for them. I, you just sometimes I get overwhelmed thinking about it, but it, it's it's overwhelming and it's kind and it's pure. It comes straight from the top from the the actual band. So I take this very seriously, and I just want to make them proud at the end of the day. To be quite honest with you. So I'm hoping tonight goes a lot better. Now, when I'm on the road, um, I think sometimes some of the best conversations are when I'm on the road, and I always say, man, I wish the world could have heard this conversation. I feel like it could have helped so many couples that either are, are traveling, you know, husbands that travel, wives that travel, uh, well, you know, girlfriend, but whatever. You always have one that travels, and it's not the easiest thing in the world. There's a lot of temptation out there. You really, re- I mean, everywhere you go, everywhere you go, it's nonstop. It's like the demons go, I understand he's on the road. Dress up in every weakness he has and show him everything. When's the last time he's had a shot of Zambuca at the end of the night? You know how that makes him silly and crazy. <laughs> Let's see if we get pictures of him walking down the street with no pants on. I see how people fall victim. But you gotta, you gotta, you need that anchor. And I have my anchor. And uh, I'm going to give her a call. I don't know how this is going to go. I, I kind of love calling when she's chaotic. She's relaxed. She, she gets giggly. Uh, sometimes she complains and yells the whole time, which I'm not a fan of. I'll call like, how is everyone? Oh, the kids suck. And this one did this and her pain in the ass. And, blah, and you need to text this one and tell them this and that. And I doubt that's going to happen. Uh, the kids are getting ready to go back to school after Labor Day. And so with that said, I'm going to give D a call. We'll see where this goes, kind of catch up, and um, we'll take it from there. And then uh, make sure you're following them on the social media. I mean, this whole tour thing, we're filming so much, so much. Um, you know, the Instagram, the Facebook page. Uh, if you want to sign up for the subscription channel, we're going to have Friday Night Funnies. Friday Night Funnies, where I'm doing stand-up and, and all that jazz. And uh, road journals on, I think, Tuesdays, Tuesdays and Thursdays. So that's just the beginning, and hopefully the more subscribers we get, the more the production gets to put more stuff out there. Young men killing each other. When it comes to my for democracy, any man would give his only begotten son. Well, I went to the comedy club last night, and uh, it was good. It was it was a lot of fun. 
I did a quick little, I told the Billy Joel story going up on stage. No one's ever seen that or heard that story. Um, I don't know. I, I do it on stage now, but it is the morning of the show and I feel really good. I was hoping to get Dee on the line. She sent me, uh, yeah, I got to read this text she sent. And this is, this is where, this is, this is the part of life where, uh, this is what's kept me grounded. And whether you're, whether you're, it doesn't matter. I try to wake up in the morning and, and focus my life. I always try to do that. I, I say, God, you know, thank you for everything. Put me in the direction you want me to go. Whatever you want me to say, do. Because when I'm doing what I'm doing, I can get caught up real quick. I can get caught up real quick and, oh, this can become big. And what's cool about going out, I don't think about that whatsoever. I don't care how many views and this and that. And it's, I just, it, this is the most focused I've ever been in my whole life. I don't know how to explain it. It feels tremendous. It feels so good. Um, and so she, this morning I woke up and I said, all right, today's the day. Make sure you, you, you get down and you talk to the, you talk, man. You go, Hey, what do you want me to do? Focus me and all that jazz. And I kind of lost track. Next thing you know, I'm walking at Target so I can get sneakers. My feet are killing me, killing me. I, I, my knees to my feet are actually killing me from standing on, uh, from standing up all day. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. Um, so today's the show, first show. We went out on the street last night, met these fans that are Metallica fans that are, they come from all over. They call them chapters. They're like, we're from the Iowa chapter. We're from the New York chapter. And they're, they've seen them a million times and they've bought tickets to see them every st- single show. So they can go to whatever show they want. And um, my video, all the all the videos that you watch is from this young kid named James who's just, kid's a rock star. He's 20 years old, editing everything, filming everything. Quiet little guy, quiet. It's hard to pry a conversation out of him. Maybe in the, by the end of the six months we'll get something. Oh, you know, it's really cool. I'm looking at the tour buses right now. The tour buses are... Or line it up, dude. That gets exciting. I love. I'm not gonna lie to you. I love the tour bus. I love just the whole getting. I, it sounds like a child. You know, I don't know if you were a kid and you first get on a bus. Like, it's the coolest thing ever. It's. I'm watching the tour buses roll up right now. It's pretty darn cool. Um, so you can get caught up pretty quick. I walked to Target. I saw security following me around because I look like I'm homeless right now. I got jeans. I look disheveled. I have that look the way I always look. Um, and I'm trying on like every freaking show in the, every shoe in the place because I need new sneakers. And while I'm there, I get a text from D. And this is this is this is the type of stuff that just keeps me focused. She writes. This is what she wrote. She goes, give a moment to God today and ask him how he can use you in that arena 
so you can feel his love and spread his love. See, not anyone else automatically is like, I want a, a thousand likes and I want to be huge and uh, make sure everyone loves me so they can, I, I just, I blow up. Jeez. I'm playing in front of Italian and that's, that's who my wife is. Make sure you ask him. They feel his love through you and you spread. Dude. I gotta stop saying dude. I, I, you know, that's, the, that's the stuff she writes. It's like, uh, it, wait, and it, so then she writes, um, be careful and wise not to conform to the cookies all around you. That's been our thing. You know, I, I try to tell my, it, didn't it seem like every time you focus in life, every time I'm focused, whether I wanna do a certain project or whatever it is, it's like these, People just throw candy at you. Here, take this. Don't you want to do this thing? We do this gig. Money is like always disguising itself. Money and vanity disguise itself. Don't you want a little bit of this? <laughs> I think you want a little bit of this. Don't stay focused. This is what's important, my friend. <laughs> the amount of likes you get. <laughs> then she goes on. This is the check. This is, so she writes, um, humbly ask for wisdom to guide you to his task. Guide you so his task. He has you doing, uh, changes the hearts, not, uh, keep, watch out for temp. Ask for protection of your heart, mind, and soul. Ask for your protection of your heart, mind, and soul. And really see why he has you there. Why are you part of this? It might be for one very lonely soul that you may not even have met or will meet. Let them see, let them see it all through you. And above all things, have fun and pray. <laughs> Love you so much. And that's my wife. And that is, those are the moments of checking your clarity. You get caught up in the madness. We live in a world where you have to be the best and make tons of money and be better than the next person. Madness. Hey, ask for to protect yourself. Keep your mind, body, and soul in the right direction. And she's right. And I have to sit and really think, hey, you know, my daughter just went back to college. I was petrified when she came home. She, no offense to her, but she was, she was a little bit of a mess. A little bit of a mess. Uh, me and my wife were on high alert. My youngest one, she's starting to uh, want to explore. And that's a danger. She's 13, but she's, she wants to be 17. And these are the times when people infiltrate. People, inf oh, dad's not here. She lets that infiltrate. So I got to keep a close eye on them and everyone around me. And I got to tell you, having Joe Sib around, huge. He's a, he's a good family man. He's a good soul. He's helped me tremendously. Just staying focused, working off me, us doing bit. I'm so, wait till you see what, wait till you see the little man on the street stuff we've done. He's so darn funny. And I, and I, I get to show you what he's like off the stage and you understand why we're friends. Why we're friends. Um, I know this one's kind of all over the place, but 
The road starts tonight. We'll record everything from just finishing the show to getting on the tour bus to tomorrow and calling D and the kids and all this jazz and keeping life going. And all your calls mean so much you have no clue. Um, All your questions, all that jazz. I hope to meet you out on the road on this trip. And I just can't thank you enough. What happened? Joe just walked in, by the way. Did you sleep good? No, no, no. I slept, I slept great. Awesome. Like, you, yeah. You ready for today? Dude, I'm not gonna lie. Fucking, I'm a little fucking nervous, dude. <laughs> Are you? I, I don't know. Like, I just start. I get in my head. I just imagine a metal fan like, you're not worthy. Get the hell out of here. And then like, you're. And then I'm being like, I'm on. I'm being sacrificed. And then you go, dude. I'm out of here. So like, th- they sacrifice me. I'm on a stick during the show. Like, <laughs> like pieces of me are being like served out to like, dude. I got his head. Yeah, throw his arm out. And, and James like, dude. <laughs> I feel bad for your friend. We'll take care of his family for the rest of his life. Like, mafia style. Like, he'll be taken care of. You know, like, dude. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I woke up this morning and um, I went, I took a walk with James. Yeah. Not James Hetfield. James. Yeah. James. We got to, we'll call him Kid James. Kid James. Kid James. I love Kid James. Yeah, me too. So, Kid James, we take a walk to um, Target. Mm-hmm. I had, I, I got to get my feet killing me. And he, sh- Joe, he showed me video today. What people are gonna fall in love with you? Really? Oh, wait, you, okay. me and you. I get in my head, dude. No, no. The man on the street stuff with me and you. The st- there's 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 a piece with you going. Do you remember when we saw the guy had a stain in the back of his pants? Yeah, totally. And you go, you did this whole like, you know what? Hey, you know what? Who are you with? You fr- they're not your friend. Yeah, I, I can't even. People listening, wait till you, wait till you see this man on the street stuff. Then, yeah, we. Do you remember at the end when we're leaving? Uh, we went to this uh, thing called the Taste of Madison. Taste hey. of Madison. Yeah, we, tasted good too. Yeah, which y- you couldn't get a better day, and it, it was amazing. You know what it was? Was being from Los Angeles, and, and I love L.A. I'm not going to be one of those guys that hate on it. I know some of the listeners might be like, dude, L.A. sucks. But I will say this. Being in Madison, meeting the people, hanging out, everyone was so kind. I mean, they didn't even, like, we go into this area where they have beers, and I get all excited. I'm like, oh, Jim, Jim, let's get, let's get some beers. And then I pull out my ID, and I have all this secure, like, okay. And the woman just goes, no, here, yeah, here you go. Gives us the wristband. Yeah, go have fun. Yeah, like, go have fun. Where, where can we drink these? Anywhere, 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 <laughs> anywhere. I was like, "All right, Madison's all right." It was just a great energy. It really was. Well, as we're leaving, I forgot we did the whole thing. Well, we we, we were looking at all the food, and I don't know if I said it, you said it. And I went, "Oh my gosh!" If I wasn't trying to watch my, I would crush it. And we ended by doing the whole, "Dude, when we're sixty, when I'm sixty years old, oh yeah, we're going to town." Wait till you see. So freaking funny! You're like, oh, I'm going full blown. St- I'm I'm putting stroke. on cholesterol, <laughs> stroke, and I don't want some kid to to revive me, some twenty year old to revive me. Wait, till you guys see this video? And then I go, and I just want you to play '80s metal as I stare out into the abyss as I'm stroking out because I lived on great food and from seven years. We got Joe. When you see this stuff, you're gonna feel good. Okay. And you know what? Last night, there's this uh, these hardcore uh, Metallica fans. Yeah. And they 
the one female that kind of runs it asked if we can go and we were done we we showed up at 11 at that venue and we left at 10 30 oh yeah so yeah we were we were done well but i even went last night when i called i got back to the room and i called you know karen my wife and and i was laying there talking to her and i i explained the whole day to her you know from the rehearsal to the rehearsal with metallica to the you doing the set to the man on the street and then she was oh my god how was it and i go i could go home now and i was it was enough it was enough <laughs> and she goes you haven't even done the first show and i go honey i have ice on my ankles right now like it was same yeah same is that because we're 51 uh, I think so. Is, I mean, is Kid James ice in the knees? No, Kid James. He goes to bed at two. Yeah, totally sober, doesn't mess around, and he's up at seven in the morning. I have him doing a million things. I ask, and I always tell him, "Don't make a big deal out of it." You just, <laughs> just like a good fellow. So like, "Hey man, can you go to?" Hey, and you know what? Don't make a big deal out of this. He's yeah. so freaking funny. He's the best. Um, but yeah, the, it was great. Madison, Matt on the street. I just yeah, I feel good oh, about the, today. The, the, yeah. the um, we're gonna kill. We're gonna crush it. Which, by the way. I want to, and you guys will watch this. I don't know if it's going to be on, on the subscription channel or whatever, but Joe, you, when James Hetfield walked on the stage, you turned it, you're, wait to, wait to see Joe's demeanor. He went from, you know what he looked like? You, you know when the principal shows up and he's going to give you a lecture and you as the student just, you sit straight up and you're, and you're, you're completely in polite listening pose. You... Even when he's not next to you, you're just, you're in full-blown, okay? Dude, yes? I did, I did what everyone in that whole crew does. Yes. Dude, the whole demeanor of that whole, dude, this guy walks on stage. Did they get on, did he get on film, me walking over for the first cruise in to say hello, and I'm all, he's not feeling it, and I turn around, and I walk away? No. Yeah. I don't know. He's talking to you, and I'm like, all right, maybe I go over for the, hey, what's up, I'm Joe. And then as I'm walking over, he's he's got, and I just go, it's too rad. And I turn around, I walk back to my my podium, and I'm just like, I'm not going over there. I'm not, dude. This morning I woke up and I go like this. I go, because this is how weird I am. This morning I woke up and I go, okay, Joe, quit getting in your head. Worst case scenario, you, you just do this for six months and then it's just over and you go to therapy and you just get through it. <laughs> and, I, and then all I was going through my head is that's what people that go to prison think. I just got to get through this six months. And then I'm sitting there going, dude, you're on tour with Metallica. It's not prison, but that's what goes through my head. <laughs> like, and then I keep going like this. I can't bail on Jim. I can't. <laughs> Like, <laughs> he loses his passport. He wow. loses his wallet five times a day. Phone, Phone everything. We're we really are messes mess. nonstop. I got to. We both got to tighten up. We got to tighten up. So I was gonna, I was gonna tell him, thank God, we walked. I think eleven thirty last night and met up with the Metallica fan club people in the street. It. They were so grateful and thankful, and we're gonna see them. Like 34, we're gonna see a lot of them. So I think it was a good move. It was such a great, and I loved all of them. They were such good people. We got a surprise tonight. We got the we got quarterback. the quarterback and the running back from, from the Badgers. And they just and they just won like two days ago a huge game. First game. First game. First game ever. And 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 we're sitting we're I know some of you might not believe this. We're in the gym and we're we're you know saying that we're working out, but we're really just messing around and, and probably annoying the other I people. was working out. Jim's lifting the weights. Um, <laughs> yeah. I do the cardio. 
uh, yeah, it's Felix Unger and Oscar Madison in there, and we're, we're we're going back and forth. But all of a sudden, you know, we're like, man, we should invite someone, and then and then I'm like, what about someone on the Badgers? And then Jim's like, dude, what until we got the quarterback? And I'm like, how's that going to happen? And then next thing we know, we call Amy and. Boom! It's like boom. They're gonna come. We're gonna go. We got a surprise for you guys. Special guest. We can't throw the shirts out, but this guy can. Yeah, we want to give you shirts. We can't reach on up, but I think this guy. Please welcome your Badgers quarterback yeah. and running back. Yeah. 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 I'm a guy. And they're gonna come out throw stuff. It's gonna be cool. We're gonna try to get. We're gonna try to get pro players. Oh yeah. Uh, we're gonna get actors, we comedians. Get the, we want to get something from the Phillies. When we're in Philly. Phillies or Eagles. Eagles. Got to get an eagle or Philadelphia Philly. Yeah. Couple of the Reds, Bengal, whatever, whatever. And if you guys, anyone listens and you know how to get in contact, could you help us out? Look at the dates and say we should get so and so. We're going to Lincoln. Yeah, give us suggestions. 856 441 5171. 856 441 5171. Get on the phone. Let's go. Ask for Jim. And if you have contacts, hook us up. Jeez. Yeah. Like Lincoln, Nebraska, I know that Larry the Cable guy lives there, and he was all stoked, but he's playing a fair. He's playing some fair tonight. Yeah. You want to do a fair or you want to do Metallica? You want to do fair, Larry? I'm trying to help you out. That's him. That's not on us. That's on him. That's on him. <laughs> yeah, book your fair, Larry. I don't know how to help you out. I'm trying to help you so people w- know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trying to bring you to the next level. Trying to bring you to the next level. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Larry's a, a great friend. Uh, so I was just telling people, so D sends me a text this morning, right? And this is D. This is, this is D. Are you ready for this? Hold on. Um, she writes, give a moment to God today and pray and ask him how he can use you in that arena so you can feel his love and spread his love. Be careful and wise not to conform to the cookies all around you. Humbly ask for wisdom to guide you from the task he has you doing, changing hearts and no temptation. Ask for protection of your heart, your mind, your soul, and really see why he has you there. It might be for one very lonely soul that you may not have ever met. Let them see, she loves saying the Lord, let them see the Lord through you uh, and above all things have fun and pray that's dude I already I feel better already right I swear I want, I'm surprised the last part doesn't say and remember you brought your friend Joe into this and he was a lonely innocent man and now no man no, no we said something I heard you in a bathroom and you hung up with your wife yeah. and you went dude Karen just said yeah Karen is D. No, no, yeah, no. The thing that you and I were both talking about was the thing that I was so grateful for is I hang out with my wife and we're at the, we're at the place and you know and, and and I'm joking around about about it, you guys. I don't want you to think like, dude, this guy's in his head so much. But I am that guy. I just think I think a lot of stuff. I don't want to let down Metallica. I don't want to let down Brewer. I don't want to let down the, the kid that comes to the show and you know. So like, I'm a very planning person, but sometimes I can plan so much that it just. What's that word you used to use on stage to describe me? Uh, um, uh, when we first went not frantic, um, uh, uh, urgency, urgent, yeah, urgency. urgency, and and I, you know, I'm like sometimes you can be so prepared that it almost crushes your spirit of what you're doing, but when I talked to Karen, and my and and she said, Joe, 
you've been doing, you've been DJing, at, when I met you, you were DJing at parties and telling jokes. What you're doing for Metallica, you've been training for your whole life. The dude with the beer in one hand, the cassette player in the other, and making people, and making people laugh and have a good time. That's, that's, that's what you've done. And, and this morning, when we were talking about that, it, I go, she's so right. Like, yeah. when yeah. I was a kid at Thanksgiving, my parents used to say, Joey, go play the music. And I, just, I, I was in charge of playing Sinatra and the Martin into the Eagles, into you know, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, back into Dean Martin. I had to play something for Grandma, and I had to play something for the hippies that were there. And it, it's just the same thing we're going to do tonight, and then, bring, and, I, and then bring you out. And, just, and then we riff. Yeah, this is... You know? Have t- them on, the, 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 the point of that is, when, when you're married... I feel to a person, you know that's your partner. Like you, like I can, I can say to Karen, we don't get intimate enough, we don't do this enough. Why don't da, da, da. And then when she sends, when she has that conversation with me, I go, man, I am so lucky I married this person. Same. Not not someone that's just you know not giving, not looking out for you and knowing, hey man, I could tell you're about to slide into you know going down that rabbit hole. Don't do it. You don't give me the babe in the woods routine, Karen. Yeah. Just like D sends you that thing. So yeah, I know. Uh, so at the end of the day, that's always the most important thing. Yeah. And uh, at the beginning of the day, we're about to kick off Metallica tonight. Can I say one last thing? Yeah, please. Hey, for everyone, for Jim's listeners, uh, I just want to let you know that if I do pop in and out on the podcast, today I had coffee before I went on. Next time I won't talk so much. So just. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> no, no you don't. Annoyed. Everyone's like, dude, who's this guy? All right. Sib, you are absolutely fine. So give us, give us a call. 856-441-5171 whether it's whether you want to say hey uh jim uh, love the podcast d hope you well joe sib hope you're enjoying life um you can listen to joe's podcast which is the rad parenting rad parenting yeah and uh, uh you can uh, joe it's a uh, rad parenting it's on itunes and it's it's with this woman that's amazing she wrote this book not 10 ways that we're screwing up our girls and how we can stop amazing woman anaya bogue and then if you want to follow me on instagram it's joe underscore sib there you go one b yeah and our journey begins uh we don't know what's gonna happen it begins right now as we're about to load in the tour bus and head to the venue we'll do the show next week it's on it's on i have a kid in college i have the kids in high school i have dory joe's got two kids i mean we got family life and metallic and we're gonna do our best to balance both worlds can't do it i i, I can't stress this enough all you listeners for all you do you're you're my inspiration and the people that are reaching out to me with d and and d's getting a little bit of a big hit i'm not gonna lie to you she's starting to talk way too much in the podcast i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding d i'm kidding hon um thank you it means the world more than you will ever know and you know what you touched a life and sometimes that's all why we're here. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you uh, next week. Really look forward to it. Follow the social media stuff because we're going to be posting a lot of stuff. All the best to you. Leave us a hello. 856-441-5171. Suggestions, all that jazz. You're the best, and thank you. Thanks for listening. Take care, everyone. Especially you. 
You know who you are. Let's give Dee a call and uh, see what she's up. Hey. Hey, baby. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Crazy busy. Can I ask you something? I haven't really talked to you. Um, How how is the Metallica tour going? So far, I will say this. Everyone, and when I say everyone, I can't exaggerate this enough. Everyone, from the minute you walk in the building, from the guy that will pick you up at the airport to the person that brings you to the venue, to the first person that sees you at the venue, to every single guy that puts up a light or is a tech or that's stocking water in, in, your, in your dressing room. To, it, they are the greatest people. I, I, I feel like I'm on a sitcom. I feel like I'm on, I feel like I'm on a really big budget, super awesome sitcom or film because everyone's happy. Everyone's such good people. And I'll say this. Um, you know, James came to me yesterday before the show. I was, I don't know, I was looking for water or something. I was in my dressing room. And when James and you realize James and, and the band, when they're, you know, they're they're very lackadaisical. They're, they're all about the music. And, I mean, you know the way they are. It, when mm-hmm. they enter the room, it's like the CEOs of, of M&M showed up. No matter what the employees, Muda, the Goof, okay, okay, uh, the boss is here. And it's, really? it's, it's kind of interesting to watch. I mean, it's... um. And not on purpose. Like, you know, they don't do it that way. I don't think the band realizes the way. I don't think they realize when those guys show up what everyone everyone looks at. Them. Well, that's their bosses. At the end of the day, that's, that's the bosses just showed up. That's, and who's, that's who's the paycheck's coming from. Yeah, at the end of the day. And the coolest thing, I have to say, um, they said, they said, oh, James is looking for you. I went, okay. but the, And I went, and he was by my room, and he said, hey, Jim, just, man, have a good, this is so exciting, we're on tour. Gave me a hug, you know, asked about you. Um, we talked about his kids and blah, blah, blah. He said, just have fun. Went, thanks. Lars always comes up to me and goes, how can we make this better for you. And I said, I think I got everything. He's like, whatever you need. And he came, before the show started, he came up to me and Joe, and he's telling us, um, you know, why don't you come visit us while we're getting, like, in the green room? And I could be like, whatever I'm doing, don't worry about it. Just just spy on me or something. The, the fans will love that. When, oh, my God. You, I would, I'll do the whole freaking show like that if you want. If you want. Um, now last night was way too long. We were, 
we were lion tamers the last 20 minutes. Um, meaning, when I, when I first walked out last night, we, we had a whole set of, it was way too much chaos. You know, like when I do a stand-up set, it kind of don't talk to me 20 minutes beforehand or a half hour. Don't I need to clear my head and think about what I'm going to talk about. I did not have that moment last night. It was... Uh, the, the Badgers quarterback and, 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 um, the running back, you have to meet them on the back dock because, you know, the Metallica crew's tied, they're tied up and you have to find them. So I'm looking for these guys. Um, and then they come in, hey, where can we hang out? Oh, uh, let me, let me see if I can get your wristband. So, uh, hey, Jim, do you have shirts to, sh- to give to, oh, okay, okay, I gotta roll up shirts. And I'm going, hey, oh, what am I doing? It was an awesome, Getting shot out of a cannon. We started at 6.45, and I brought Joe up, and when I first went out there, I have to say, eh, maybe there's, I don't know, maybe 5,000 people in the whole arena scattered, and they were there to see me. And I came out, they cheered, I started just talking, and then it turned into stand-up bits. And they were dying. They were dying. And I would have stayed up there another 20 minutes or more, but I knew, okay, the next bit is we got, I got to run to the top of the arena and by seven, by 710, we have to be, uh, take a guy and upgrade him and bring him to the floor and then 715 I have to be on the floor to get the football players and get the football players. Okay. And then 745, I got to find someone and somehow bring them backstage. And then we do this. And then, uh, 8, 815, I go on stage and rub the crowd up 830 to come on the show. And, you know, so I could have stayed up there longer, definitely. And the only, it was, I had a blast. I think it went very well for the first time guinea pig show and no one knew what they were doing. And I was running around like a freaking idiot. Imagine me, I'm the, I go, how do I get to the third floor? And, you know, the people that work in the arena go, oh, try staircase uh, by section two. And I'm running through the crowd. Through the merch tables and this and the backstage and I'm sweating and I'm, and I'm running up to the third floor and I'm looking for a, where's the, how do, how do I get out? I couldn't get back that. It was nuts. It was nuts. Um, but it was fun. And I'll tell you what, Joe was hilarious. When me and Joe would do banter, it was freaking hilarious. So we have a whole different game plan to go into tonight's show. It's, listen, last night we were on a schedule. We try to appease everybody. We can't appease everyone. We gotta appease our parents. And I, I came to the conclusion of if they want to see me up there, I will stay up there for as long as they have the patience to listen. Because what happens is as the night goes on, the people really didn't want to see anyone but Metallica, which is a lot, they start filling the arena around eight o'clock and they don't wanna hear they don't wanna hear nothing. They don't care. They don't I don't care if you're I don't care if you're Bono. I don't care if you're a prophet. Get out of the way. I want to see Metallica. And last night, everyone assured me they're going to be on stage at 830. Well, I had this crowd in a freaking, I thought, in a frenzy where I was doing this section versus this section versus this section. 
and that section. And I look down, and the guy's giving me that look like, oh, they're not ready. I say, oh, shoot. Okay. All right, well, we'll play this game a little longer. And the, I got to say, that crowd was patient. Next thing you know, it's 8.45. They've had enough. They're like, you know what? You asked us to chant. You've asked us to compete with each other. You asked us like to Lars got, we're done. <laughs> we're done. What do you want us yeah. to do? We're, we came here to see Metallica. Now you do it. Now you got us doing tricks. Get out of here. Get out of here. And now is the first time where I see the guy just giving me a finger. He's just, just giving me the finger. There's another guy just screaming, get off. And, now, out of 18,000, it's maybe two or three people. But still, I see that. I'm human. And I'm like, okay. This is, this is, you know, I didn't tell you this. So, Joe is very self-conscious. And he wanted to do this bit. And we did it last night. Oh, he goes, hey, Brewer, you want to hear some Bond? And I go, yes, play me some Bond. And the joke is he starts playing Bon Jovi. And naturally, the crowd is going to boo. This ain't a song for the broken heart. And then I go, why would you play Bon Jovi? Bon, Bon Scott of ACDC. Well, they booed him so freaking hard. And he's like, bro, I, I think they all hated me from that moment on. I, I could get it. I could. I said, nah, you're overthinking. He didn't. At one point, the after it was like eight forty, eight forty-five. Metallica is ten minutes past the due date. I said they're going to be on by eight thirty. I made them do all these tricks. I just want—we all just want to get out of there. I walk over to Joe, and he looks at me and pardons me, cursing. He goes, "Jim, we got to get fuck off the stage in a full-blown panic." And I went, "Relax, relax." Play a song. Just play a song. And he played a song. And as I was getting off, I got the sign they're ready. And then I went up, hey, man, thanks for being patient. Here we go. My name's Janice Joe. And we got off. And tomorrow night, what I learned the, is I'm. they're only going to see me three times. And Joe's going to go up in the audience. He's going to be a live cam helping people. To, you're going to see me do stand-up. After the stand-up, then you're going to see me backstage with Lars where I bring people back and the band and all that jazz. And then after that, the last time you're going to see me is when I come up to do crowd work because Metallica says, whip them in a frenzy right before we come out. And whether they're ready or not, and I think they're ready, I get off the stage. Case closed. I ain't playing that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not playing that are you ready stuff. I ain't putting my, I am not putting myself in that position again. Hell no. Tomorrow is a block party right outside the venue. They're closing off the street for us. Cool. Um, right? And they have a Ferris wheel and all this other madness. Really? I'm a full bo- yeah, they're having a full... Because me and Joe said, hey, if we're here, we'll do, you know, let's do pre-pre-show parties. Um, okay. Yeah, block party tomorrow. Okay, then we're then we're in Lincoln, Nebraska on the sixth, which is Thursday. Friday. Do you have Do you have your stand up at Lincoln, Nebraska? No, my first stand up on this tour is in Grand Forks, North Dakota. 
it's on Friday night, the seventh. And then when I get home, um, I don't know if you want to come with me, but I'm playing Boston on the twenty first, the Chevalier Theater. It's not the Wilbur Theater this year, it's the Chevalier Theater. And then Foxwoods. Alright, so let me read you the email. Let me read you this email. It says I've been meaning to write this to you for a while, and I finally have a few minutes. I just want to say how wonderful your podcast with DR. You two truly have an amazing relationship. And the topics you cover are awesome. Uh, the way you communicate is like none I've ever seen or heard. How blessed are we to experience the real love between a couple? Uh, I know I'm being all serious right now, and I'm not usually serious. However, I'm sure you have heard this a million times, but I was inspired to send you this, this little note. D is an amazing human being. And I swear she should write a book of inspiration and how she is getting through her life led by God. I think it would be a bestseller and it would touch many lives. Okay, I've said enough. She has so much information and so much spirit in her. You two are amazeballs. <laughs> that was funny at the end. Uh, <laughs> wow, that was super sweet. I was, um, I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I was. That was. I never a very thought nice of compliment. something like that. What, babe? Wow. That that was a very nice compliment. But if if they could actually see my writing skills, I I would be it would be a shame to write a book. <laughs> 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 There's a lot of over details here. <laughs> what? A lot of over details right here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so was I supposed to guess who that was? No. From no. what? Oh, yeah. Cause, okay. Was it a woman? Yes. Okay. And it's somebody I know. Okay. I'll ask well, someone we know. We haven't seen her for a while, but she was a grand teacher to one of our children. Oh, I think I know who it is. Give me the first initial. Well, there was a couple, but... Um, she would come to our house. Oh. She would come to our house, and she really helped Grand out Gabrielle. She helped out Grand Gabrielle. teacher? Grand is a hint. Grand piano. Oh. Oh, wow. And was, a, and was an amazing voice teacher. We've been hiding. We miss amazing her. Amazing voice teacher. Oh, wow. We do miss her. Yes, she was tremendous. And I'll tell you this, if anyone needs a voice teacher uh, and you're in the Jersey area, um, leave a message on our phone line 
and I promise you, I will not give you her message or any way to contact her. <laughs> because she's always busy. Aww, she is super yeah. busy so, all the time, but we love her. I was in the band. Yesterday, I'm in the band's, um, you know, where they where they jam and tune up. They've been practicing because it's the first show. And James, I think, actually said, like, we always get nervous. Like, you get nervous? Because, yeah, we're well, so I'm nervous. No way. Yes. He goes, until you we know what? That's stage, funny. So That's funny because I did ask him. I, I was just like, do you ever, like, get nervous or, like, same, you know, same gig, different day, you know? And it, his answer was, like, um, yeah, you just don't know if – I can't actually really remember, but, but like, what he said word for word, but uh, I – it was inter- his reply was interesting because you think when you see them, you're they're so comfortable and so with it yeah. and tight and um, he I think I think his response was more in reference to you know you, you don't know if you're if you're going to be perfectly on that night and the moods that go up there and it, it which is the same with you like. I mean, you and I can have a blowout on the phone, and you're like, <laughs> I remember so many times where you're like, I gotta get on stage in five minutes, and you're bringing this up now. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you would be like, yeah. you, like, I can't believe we would go from having an argument, and you'd have to go on stage and be funny, and <laughs> it just baffles uh, me mm. how entertainers can just hide their moods or. Mm. I mean, I, there's been there's been times where you've gone on stage and you're like, oh my gosh, I had a raging headache, or I remember one time you're oh, like, yeah. I had totally take a dump, and I'm like, oh my gosh, how do you <laughs> hold a dump in for an hour? <laughs> oh, I farted like, my ass off on stage a million times, and if it's a no. in the past, <laughs> oh yeah, when it's in the past, or if it's an intimate room and not a theater. I know the front row is taking that hard. I know they're catching it because I can so see them hard. looking at each other like, you do it. Yeah, and it's all me. If I have, like, fish the night before, I, just, I cannot eat fish before a show because then I'm busting the whole front row, killing that front row, killing them, destroying those poor people who take good money. Oh, so what I was going to say was, um, so when I was back there, a guy comes up to me, like one of the, I don't know what he does, but he's back there, and he goes, hey, uh, you, your cousin Steve Walsh says hello? But why? Get out of here. We're just, he's like, yeah, I worked with him on this tour and that tour, and he says he's cousins, and he said he saw you on the Metallica tour, and he just, he told me to make sure to come up to you and go, hey, Steve says hello. I went, oh, my gosh, I haven't seen him in a while. But, yeah. Did your parents get home okay? Oh, my gosh. Can I just tell you? So I pull up, and I'm waiting. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I feel like I'm waiting for my kids to come home from a field trip. You know, like <laughs> all the parents all the, all the parents pull up, and they're waiting for the bus. And, and all these yeah, old so people, people don't get know, off. Just so, just, just so I let people know, um, these parents went on this big trip. I think they went on a cruise or something. Two week cruise, like no, they didn't go on a cruise. No, they flew to no, Norway. It was Norway. It was just a, a trip okay. to Norway. 
Okay, um, and before they left, I get this urgent phone call while I'm in the gym. They were There was a place in town. They parked their car along with a bunch of other people, and there was a bus, and the bus takes them to the airport. I get this call. Oh, can you get me? He falls like, hey, give me whatever says. Give me a call. Oh, my gosh. Why is he calling the airport? I go, what's the matter, Dad? Oh, I popped the tire. The tire popped. All right, I'll be there in a minute. I go there, the bus driver, they're holding the whole trip up. Um, so I take his keys and blah, 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 and where we fix their car. So they're, now they have no way to get home. I'm away. Your mom's like, your mom goes, Dee doesn't answer her phone. And she won't, is someone there to pick us up? So it, it's like kids coming home. Go ahead, what happened? Oh, my gosh, they're so funny. So they get off the bus. And they're they're super cute, <clears throat> but like everybody else that that's picking them up is like my age. <laughs> <laughs> it's so backwards, you know. Like I'm picking up my parents, and um, uh, the the swim coach. Make sure you have your vitamins and your cholesterol pills and your yeah, like friends. The, <laughs> the swim coach from um, school was there, and I'm like. Hey, what are you doing here? She's like, I'm picking up my mother. <laughs> it's just really cute. <clears throat> um, so they had a really good time. Except I feel so bad because they, you know, they told my mom's like, Hey, can you go over once or twice and just water the plants? And I'm like, Hey, yeah, sure, no problem. But I was so busy, I I just didn't get over there. And I, I really thought she meant the indoor plants. So we pull into the driveway. Oh, and no. you know how beautiful my mom has flowers everywhere, and all of them were like dried up and crumpled. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I feel like such a jerk because if it were my flowers, you know how I would have reacted. <laughs> oh, trust so, me. They were so cool. They were like, don't worry, it's all right. I'm like, I I feel so bad. So wait, do are there other parents out there that do this? They shut down the whole entire house. My dad has to shut the water off. So he's got jugs of water. Not I can't even turn the hose on. He has what are you talking he has he has collected at least twenty gallons of milk and kept the what? containers. Yes, he so he keeps the containers, fills them with water, then shuts the water off. So I can still water the plants because I can't turn the hose on. And he also said... What, doomsday? Is this for doomsday? Is no, because I, I think it's going to cost him $10 for electric bill. <laughs> Maybe it's probably more like $3.20. Yeah, you know, it costs me uh, it's, it's a water heater and... Why am I going to pay the electric company money if we're over there in Norwegian? Yeah, if we're not home, why, why do we need that on? So my mom walks in, she's like, oh my gosh, 80 degrees in here. I'm like, Dad, so the la- I mean, I remember the last time I had to feed the plants. I'm like, I, can't, I couldn't even wash my hands. <laughs> oh my God. Well, Dee, yeah, I'm not giving electric, I'm not paying the water bill. It's $11.42. Like, like, I saved $11.42. This is the same guy. He drives to Pennsylvania to get gas. Come on. No, but he'll go. He'll go. You know, 
it's 11 cents cheaper about an hour from here. He'll drive, he'll drive the, he'll drive the hour so he can save 11 cents on the gallon. Your dad is so freaking cute. <laughs> he just, well, it's funny because when they watch the cats, I'm like, don't shut anything off. You know, because I keep the fans going so the air moves around in here. Otherwise, it's yeah. We have we have no problem paying overpaying every bill possible. We have no problem. (laughs) Lights keep on. Oh, the pool heater. No one's swimming. Keep the heater on. Keep it on ninety. We're all good. That was terrible. Oh my gosh. Hey, did any did any any responses on your? I wanted to see if anybody liked your um your two songs that we put on the air. Of course, they had to wait till the end of that really long podcast. Maybe it was on Twitter. I said, hey, I really liked the songs at the end. Those were good. Yeah, it was definitely on Twitter. And one was, I agree with your wife. You should start packaging that now. See, this is the part that's going to drive me nuts. You're going to start getting this whole fan base, and then every time I have a debate, they're going to come at me like, you know what? Your wife is, you are out of line here, which is kind of funny. But, um, oh, is that what you've been getting? No, no, no. I'm, I'm exaggerating. Oh. Um, but I did get things like this. Um, no, you guys were just having it, it. You, you didn't sound like you were mean. D says you you were you really didn't sound mean. Or Jim, you got a little crazy there. It's just funny. It's funny to hear different people. Yes, it's really because you think you have your view, but I definitely, uh, like Joe and some other people were like, no, you were getting, you were getting revved up, but a lot of people, a lot of people get revved up about the same thing. When you start asking questions about the business, it's that word. Why, 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 why? It really is the bad word. Why? Like, so there's a couple of rules we, I like to reiterate that are in our marriage. Number one, do not expect a thing from your spouse or your partner. Not You can't even expect them to love you. Like, you just, you need to be lovable. Um, and the other rule is do not ask why. <laughs> and I'm going to say oh for the most, <laughs> I'm glad you said that. <laughs> because... And I think, and I don't know this is, we don't know this professionally, I, 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 and I will say whoever is more business, whatever, it doesn't even have to be business. I just know. You mean the money with, maker in the family? Is that what you're trying to say really? Yeah, like the like, money maker. Yes, the money maker. Because that's okay. Me and Joe would talk. Well, I'm certainly not making any talk. money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, haha, that's me, funny to me. <laughs> No, it, it was funny. It was funny. Um, so Joe comes, Joe's with me in the room today, and we were just saying, you know, his wife will go, you know, th- this is what we talked about, is everything we talk about. He goes, my wife is always talking about people take advantage of you, um, this person, oh yeah, 
This person takes advantage of you. You should be more than this because you did, you know, you, you worked hard and this person gets the credit, but without a doubt, you're too nice and people like to take advantage of you and you shouldn't be so friendly to all these people that you don't even know, blah, blah, blah. And Joe's like, well, that's how I'm wired. Uh, and, and I have to say, um, until recently, I thought about this a lot and I thought about it a lot after we had that conversation. This is the first time for me, business-wise, where I feel so secure and so... What? For the first time? Really? I'm not lying. Full-blown trustworthy. Trustworthy. Where everyone's intentions are for the right... There's not like... It's... Everyone is full steam ahead. So, And I can't reiterate what a great feeling that is. But yeah. what I'm getting to that what I'm getting to that is whenever like in the past, especially the past, but Joe was saying, when you start saying why, anyone listening, when you're in a relationship and you start getting that why, the man this is what the the word why triggers. I hear stupid and you don't know what you're doing. That's what I hear. Uh-huh. Why would you do this? We've had this conversation before. Um, yeah, I know. I, it sucks it's, that you feel that way because it's, it's I, like, 90% of the time, that is not what I'm trying to get across. Like, I never want you to think I think you're stupid. And it might it, not be directed that why may – if you – you you know the way we have conversations about your your job and stuff, but ninety you know mm-hmm. the other percent those whys are really pointed at other people around. Trust you. me, I know. Trust me, and trust, that, me trust me, I know. So I'm, I'm what? I hope that. No, I understand that, and but I just want other people to know, and I know that. Um. But when you, if you're listening, you have a relationship. I had some people last night that say, hey, we listen to your podcast, and we're only married six months, and we just started listening to you two. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cool. I said, leave a message sometime. Um, and they went, we will, we will. They said, what kind of pointers you got? And there were two, th- I kind of made them laugh. I said, there's two things. One is, and I said to her, don't ask him. Why would you do, whenever you ask anyone, why would you do that? There's no good answer coming from that. You're, you're instantly on the defensive and you're instantly insulted. Why would you do that? I don't understand why you would, why? Why don't you, it makes, it makes the other person go, oh, why, I'm stupid? Oh, you don't trust me? Oh, you, now you, you don't know what I'm doing? That's the what and I, I want, you... I'm, not a, I'm just being honest and, yeah. Um, and I know that's not what you meant or, yeah, there or are, do. There, but are, there are times that, you know, we're I'm human. I'm stupid. And <laughs> there are, no, but that statement of why would you do that, like sometimes I've said that to you a couple of times, and I'm like, I really need to understand what was going on in your head, why you would do Correct. that. Correct. Yeah. Because, yes, I know. like, it was know. really stupid. And, right. and, and, and right. those questions... I, I, 
and so I, I think you get a pass when you're when it's if if the why why you did that envelopes the rest of us underneath your wing there, like the repercussions mm-hmm. can you know what I mean? Can yeah. can be a bad reflection on all of us, then yeah, I'm gonna say, Why did you do that? <laughs> what were you <laughs> you know? Like I, I don't care. So that's that's where instead of me going, What are you stupid or something? <laughs> like <laughs> why'd you do that? <laughs> so I don't know. But ninety percent of the why like why didn't you take the garbage out? You know, that one could be Well that's different. Yeah, that's different. Like And I get snar- I get snarky why with you. you take the garbage too. out. Yeah, like there's just Yeah, I I don't know what you asked recently, but whenever once in a while if you ask a, a why over something simple like why would you leave the light on whatever little thing and I I'll say I know you get riled up really quickly about it and I'm like I'm just asking it's really not meaning anything I just, it's a simple question and I literally will turn I will turn to her and I'll go it's because I'm stupid and I didn't know what I was doing and I figured wow let me piss her off that's why okay that <laughs> Oh my gosh, you've done this so many times where I just kind of roll my eyes and I'm like, again, never mind. I'm too exhausted. And then again, for the deal. I have another one. I have another one for young couples. Okay. If you are getting married, and this is mostly for whoever the breadwinner is, if you're getting married mm-hmm. and you're about to, you're, you're looking to buy a house. <laughs> let's let's buy a house. <laughs> Pay attention. This is going to be the best advice you may have ever had in your lifetime if you're going to buy a home together. If if the husband is the breadwinner. Pay attention. If the if the wife is the bread, whoever's the breadwinner. Pay attention. In this circumstance, I'm going to say, walking around and with you, it doesn't even matter if you're the breadwinner. I take it back. It doesn't matter. If you're walking around the house that you may potentially buy, and you hear your wife, husband going, yeah, I kind of like this house. Um, you know, the, the kitchen's a little small. Anytime you hear... Yeah, the bedroom. Any time it starts with a, eh, yeah, you know, we can we can always do that. I want you to hear this in your head. You're going to be spending lots of money. <laughs> she wants to redo the kitchen. She's going to knock down walls, which is going to cause a contractor. Just money, money. Do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor. Buy a house either that's never been built before, build your own freaking house, or buy a house that wanted to, you go, this is the greatest house we have. There's nothing I want to do. If I don't care, I'm telling you right now, I cannot stress this enough. It may, it may not be your dream home. It may not be what you always 
thought you should do. If you walk in a house together and you go, you hear the word dream, oh my God, this is our dream house. Buy that. We have to do nothing. Buy that freaking house right on the spot. Oh my God, we have to do. Okay, yeah, but so those are always those are always the ones that nobody can afford. <laughs> That's not true. And can I just That's can I just true. reiterate? You you ran in the basement. There's nothing. There was nothing. <laughs> totally empty. All the furniture's gone. Empty room. Hold on, there. We're looking at a house. Can I please? We we and I'll let you finish this. This is how we bought our house. Now we just had. We we wanted to get a home in the suburbs because we were having a baby. We were having our first. One. We had a baby. And we. <laughs> no, we didn't know this was before her. We started looking for houses and we couldn't find one. Yeah. Then then we had her and we decided, you know what? Let's right. start again. And this is one of the. I, think one of the first places we saw after this process and we go rolling into neighborhood it's in our budget it's actually under our budget it's like a movie we pull in there's three baby deer i've never seen deer in my life in the wild i see a raccoon and i gotta i gotta pull over and stare at this thing for an hour and a half from where i'm from so there's three deer and then go ahead we get out of the car and D goes, oh, this is a contemporary. I don't like it. And the real estate agent is like, no, you got to walk inside. And you're like, I told you no contemporaries. And she went, trust me, they're just, just walk they're inside. They're just really ugly to look at. But, like, this one was okay. And yeah. we, we, we <laughs> go through the back door for some reason. And the to the garage. The, the, house the, is, garage. the house is totally empty. And you run to the basement. And you're like, it's got a blue table. <laughs> the kitchen is from 1982. <laughs> it, it, everything was from 1982. It was, it was hey, really. Old. Can, I, can I stop you a second? Can I stop you a second? Yeah. One of the greatest eras, one of the greatest decades in history. Okay, Joan Jett. Not for decorating. You too. Madonna. Okay. Hence, Michael Jackson. Hence the, uh, the men that will use a towel to for like drapery. Like you. That's right. You know you talk you talk about how like you don't want to spend any money in making right. something your own. Like I can't imagine right. what this house would look like if it was left in your hand. A drape what, is hence, left just to block the hence sun. The reason Whether why it's a remodel drape? everything. What? I said a drape uh, is meant to block the sun. Whether it's a drape or a towel, it's blocking the sun. Does not matter? Mission accomplished. Yeah, no. No. Okay. I'm sorry. So anyway, I go in the basement, I see the freaking pool table, and I'm ready to buy the house. Yeah, and we got to buy it because of the pool table. I'm like, we're not buying the house because it has a pool table in the basement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my I was gosh. told right then and there. But everything we wanted it like it did and it i love it here and i like making it into our house so it doesn't look like somebody else's house that we're living in so i i mean if you're willing to spend the money and make it your mm -hmm. special place i don't oh I don't see the problem. I, I just think we, I just think we get totally raked with.
I really do. We get taken advantage of every single, every single time. Every single um, time. I, I, haven't, there's, I haven't met I, an honest contractor a, yet. <laughs> well, I think, that, yeah, maybe. I think everyone in the world knows, and no offense to our contractors or any contractor out there, but a little offense. You know. Everyone says they're honest. And every single contractor that shows up at your house says, oh, your last guy screwed this up. Every single contractor in history, well, the last guy didn't do this right. Every single one. Every, it's, it's no different than taking your car to a mechanic. You, you just, you, there's no. Oh my gosh, you do. do the same thing. Yeah. You're, you, you have no knowledge of what, yeah, we gotta move this beam. What? Yeah, we didn't expect we'd have to move this beam, and then we need to a cement block to hold the beam, and we didn't expect that. So, I mean, for you don't know if they're doing that on purpose. You have no clue. These people have no yeah. clue. Let's tell them like, the house is going to come down, so we're going to tell them we put a beam up. We'll put the fake beam up, and that'll cost them for 15000 So we can milk it. you see the car? And everything. They have a maid. They have a maid. $15,000. I, and I love how... Yeah, every, that's nothing. Yeah, everything's thousand dollars. Everything's five hundred. Well, no, to put in a gutter, that's a thousand. Well... Everything's you know, a thousand. We're in, everything's a thousand bucks. And next thing you know, there's 18 yeah. new projects that cost a thousand dollars. It's insane. It's insane. You're totally helpless. You know nothing about the situation. For me and Caroline, I'm podcasting with your father. This is more important. I... I, I'm gonna. I'm not going to call it. Unless you want me here until I'm like 48, then you better sign me. Well, I need somebody to wipe her butt. Okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> what? what am I signing? This is for Spanish. <laughs> I could already the use tell. Of translators. The use of translators to assist or complete any activity that is strictly prohibited. I don't know what that means. How are they gonna know? Wait, why do I What are you guys talking you? about? <laughs> hey, hey. Can we, yes. Can we, yes, can we uh, move along? Because right now the listeners are doing what I get to. By the way, I'm going to talk to the listeners right now while you do this. This is what I deal with. Back in the day, I would lose my mind. I'd be smashing the phone. I would be in these conversations while I'm in Europe. I'd be in Europe doing a tour. I'd have to call long distance on a card and I'd say, hey, hon, how you doing? And next thing you know, I'm listening to Dee have conversations with two, three, four other people. It, it, I would have these conversations. I'll call to talk to her and next thing you know, she's just hanging out with the kids for another 10 minutes. I'm just, uh, duh. And then I go, I'm tired. I want to go to bed. Oh, you don't talk? No. My momentum's done. <laughs> hey, you are more than welcome to come sit here and fill out all these forms until my fingers are bleeding. I miss you, Chelsea. I miss you, too. Anyway, that came to a screeching yeah. halt. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. This is what the listeners love to listen to. Let's listen to nothing. Nothing can going I ask, anywhere. Can I, can I make fun of you for a second? Go ahead. You ride your big ass bike all through town. So that's right. Your friend buys your friend buys you this bike, and it's got the handlebars like up real. How do you describe that? It's like a chopper motorcycle, straight up. 
It's like a chopper motorcycle, and he's but but it's like a the rest of the bike is almost like a beach bike, right? Absolutely, yes, a little yes. So you're it's painted black and it has skulls. Has black and skulls. (laughs) Yeah, it's painted black and it has skulls on it. It's really funny, and you're you're booking through town to go to your workout (laughs) and. Because I passed you, and you have a blue backpack on your back. Now, <laughs> this isn't really a boyish blue, because we have three girls in the family. I love the fact that you will grab a bag, no matter what the heck it looks like. Now, you don't even look inside. Do you have any idea that was, what was in that backpack that was on your back? <laughs> Going to yep. the gym that day? What? Yep. There were like three tampons in a yellow-looking thing. <laughs> it was filled with maxi pads and tampons. Do you know yeah. how stupid you would have looked if you crashed and that would have popped out all of <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't get. I don't get how you don't pay attention to them. I remember you would just take a bag. <laughs> And I'd pick you up at the airport, and I'm like, you grabbed that bag? It had, like, Jessica Simpson written all over it, again, in, like, <laughs> blue. And you're you're strolling through the airport like you don't care. And then there was a, one other time I think you actually grabbed Gabby's hot pink luggage. And and I yeah. picked you up, and I'm like, are you nuts? You're like, I don't care. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> people, people do know who you are, honey, and you're driving. I don't care, house. Neil. <laughs> I don't care. It's oh gosh, first it's of all, so funny. I got kids. I'm not on the image. I'm not joining the image uh, walk a fawn or the or the um, you know the 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 image. Pageant. Today we have Mr. Brewer. Oh, he's styling with a biker-looking bicycle and chopper wheels. There's skulls on it, and I believe what what is that secret society? Uh, oh shoot, the Illuminati. Oh, yeah, no, skulls and bones. I have a skulls and bones thing on the front. Not because and people think, oh, Brewer's in the Illuminati, and, and oh, maybe I said no. My friend, get, this is how it came. It was sent to me. So people, so I'm running through town. I don't care that I got a blue backpack with tampons in there. I got kids. <laughs> I ain't got time. And that's, I didn't have time but to look through because backpack, you. I have other backpacks. You said, hold on a sec, hold on a sec. You said, I can drive you. I'll be home in time so you can have your car to go work out. Wait a said, second. Oh, okay. Wait a Excuse second. Excuse me. Like, can I speak? You were supposed to go with me, can dork. Can I speak? Can I speak? So, um, you didn't call to like quarter after and just then I went, I, she's not going to make it in time. I'm going to ride my freaking bike to the gym. I have a limit. So I start riding my bike, and then you call. I didn't care what bag. I need a bag. Throw some water. Throw my wallet in there. Blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm out of there. And the pink bag is because I'm tired of looking at the stupid bag belts coming down, and everybody's got a black stupid bag. So I don't know which one. So here comes this pink one with Miley Cyrus or whatever. Oh, that's my bike. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Jessica Simpson. 
Jessica Simpson stickers. Oh, whose bag is that? I know. It's mine. Oh, my gosh. You're so funny. How dare you There's make my... I'm very comfortable, very comfortable in my husbandhood, manhood, and imagehood. So there. That should be the cover of my next album. It should be me with a backpack. Uh, no. It should be me with a with that colored backpack on that bicycle with a Jessica Simpson pink luggage thing me dragging behind. That's freaking funny. (laughs) Image Uh, is everything. (laughs) And there's the caption, image is everything. (laughs) I'll tell you what, can I tell you, D? D, you just just created... You just created a bit that I'm going to try at my next show. That's cool. freaking hilarious. That's really yeah. funny. I'm going to, I'm honestly going to work on that. I'm going to write down. Realized, I just realized it, I do make money for this family because all of your bits <laughs> on stage and all your material is about me. <laughs> <laughs> But you just literally wrote, if I got hit by a car or something. Oh, my gosh. When I opened the backpack when you got home, I'm like, oh, my gosh. What, why did he grab this backpack? I opened it up, and it's just stuffed full of maxi pads. Yeah. And I'm like, why? And tampons. Why, and yellow, what did yellow you have in, but, but what did you have in there that you needed to grab that backpack? When we have bike backpacks. With water in them, with the water bags. What are they called? I the water. I explained to you. I did not have time to think. I was under pressure for time. I know how long it takes. What hills I gotta go over uh, to get to the gym? And you did not I have turn to my say, car. I'm quite but... impressed. I was quite impressed how fast you got up that hill. I got some powerful legs. That is a killer. I know. I've done it once, and I never want to do it again. That's a killer hill, I will say. I will say. But But I don't care. That's my... Yeah, I made it. With my tampons and my... (laughs) Uh, What about about freaking the guy at the gym that wears this funky uh, retro different color outfits every day. I freaking love him. He's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Jeff. Jeff. By the way, he's in the first episode. He's in the first episode of uh, how we call on the Patreon shows. Hold on a second. You have a show? Wait. <laughs> yeah, do you not even know that we have a show? Well, I have a show. <laughs> oh, it's called, right now we're calling it Life on Tour. It's a series that kicked off the subscription channel. Did you know I create a subscription channel? All right. Okay. How do I get on it? You can go on my Facebook page or follow on Twitter or my Instagram page. I'm on your Facebook page. You just, it shows you where to click if you want to subscribe. And then you just click. Some people like, why? I don't want to pay. It's too much money. And I completely understand. Well, it's ha- like one person said, well, it's half the money in Netflix. I went, he goes, why don't you go on Netflix? I went, 
I would love to go on Netflix, but they're not in the business of 40 and over white dudes. Uh, that's the exact terms that were used. So 40 and over white dudes, unless you're an A-lister, and I know you believe I'm an A-lister, it's just you got to figure things out. you got to keep moving and grooving. you got to – there's only – you know, you do your own thing. That's how you got to do it. It's nothing against Netflix. It's just like people don't understand. They just see you get, oh, what, you're charging money now? Well, yeah, I got to get my hmm. specials out there. Where, where am I going to put my specials? Where am I going to put shows that I've been dying to create forever where we can do documentary stuff and show show us on the road and show our relationship and dealing with people in town and coming up with other series. I can create series and all that stuff. I'm freaking excited about this thing. I'm really freaking yeah. excited. That's so cool. And I'm, I'm going to show you know how last how year. Subscribe. Well, you know, listen, you know how last year when I brought the camera crew and we filmed uh, all the Florida shows? So check this out. I filmed every a bunch of shows last year, right? Because I didn't know that. Okay. So, yeah, I was down there with Joe. I filmed all these shows because so many times I do a show and I go, man, I wish that was filmed. Man, I, I did completely different stuff. wish that was filmed. Well, I started filming them all. And then we started doing the Paramount, and I said, we need to film every single one. We filmed every single one. So now we're going to use all these different footages because they're not all – there's hours of material of old and new, and we're going to do Friday night funny. So every Friday night, you're going to get a stand-up bit. Could be old, could be new, could be both. And then I talk about it, and you know, make fun of it or whatever. And it's I'm excited. Like I can create my own stuff, which is what I've been dying to do forever and ever. And you know, if we get subscribers, great. If if we don't, I'll go. We'll go bankrupt soon. It's all good. Ah. How many subscribers do you have? I got to be quite honest with you. I have no clue. I haven't even asked yet. I'm being dead honest. I, I That stuff, all the listeners, I, I never check to see if my venues are checked out or are sold out. I don't, I don't look at how many subscribers I have. You know why? I always just assume the worst. I, like, I, I never honestly assume. feel... Never I know. I honestly feel. I honestly feel I'm gonna go. Hey, how many subscribers we got? And they go. No, it's good. We're up to seven. Okay, <laughs> okay seven's good, right? Seven's good. Better than none, right? Better than none. But, and then eventually, we can do specials and put it on there. Just me and you, or you know, instead you can do the podcast each week, but we can also do specials and stuff. But anyway. I forgot why I got into all this. But anyway, I'm excited, and I really miss you. And I tell you what, you sending me that text, you sending me that text yesterday morning, I really needed that. So thank you. I love you. Which one? The one in the morning. You're like, hey, take the time today. Keep away from, be careful temptations and how you want people to be seen and use the flow and, and God. And use the flow? God and make sure, you know, through you and you know. No, what, what, did, what did it really say? Take the time to do what? 
You remember what you text me. I already told him. I already read it. You, you don't remember what you wrote yesterday morning? I huh? do. It's like you won't say it. <laughs> <laughs> you What's I already, the matter? Well, you don't like saying it? No, I don't mind. Don't make this something. Um, you won't second. say it. Say it! Say it! I'm looking for it. No, you don't have to read it, but, like, you... <laughs> you said... So I'm glad you remember it. Of course I remember it. It changed my whole day. It was amazing. It was powerful. It was inspiring. And it it humbled me. It was it was great. So thank you. Cool. You're welcome. And it's said to just take some time and pray. I know. And I yes. didn't that day, so... I'm frustrated and I'm going to go to bed and I love you. I'm tired now. What? I'm tired. I want to go to bed. I'm, I was tired first. And <laughs> 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 you fished me along all this time. I know. Well, the delay throws me off. Like, I'll start saying something and you're talking over me and I get frustrated and I want to... And I want to, and I want to hit the wall, and then I'm, I'm tired. But can I just end this by saying thank you so much for yesterday? You're welcome. I love you. I love you too, and I'm glad I have you. Very blessed, my and love. We are, indeed. Yeah, we are. Um, if you want to call and leave messages, here's the number. India message 865-441-5171. If you have questions, leave them. We may not get them this week. We're getting a lot of questions. We're just getting backlogged now. Uh, we, we might get to them eventually. So don't, if you're a listener and you go, hey, I left a message and they don't, it may be on five podcasts from now. It may be on next week. Don't get frustrated. I promise you, we will hear them all. We, we will, and yeah, we can collaborate some of them together, too. Yeah, so don't get frustrated if you don't hear uh, your answer or your question. We just, the tour started, school started. We're, we're doing, this is the first time we really did a phone call, and um, it's really good to hear your voice, too. This is the longest we've talked. It's really good to hear your voice. It was good um, to hear your voice too, but I prefer to be in your presence. You're, it's just better to see you. Well, of course it is, but the circumstances are not allowing that right now. No, and that's okay too. I'm just, and we, we have to do it earlier. I'm so tired. <laughs> I am tired too. <laughs> I love you, Dee. Sweet dreams. I and, love um, you, Jim. And thank you, everybody. Yeah, thank you so much for always listening. All the comments you made, all the times you come up to me personally and you say how awesome Dee is and we love listening to the podcast. It, it means so much. You have no clue what that means when you make comments like that. I can honestly say you're inspiring us more than you can ever imagine. You're inspiring me more than you can ever imagine. So thank you. <laughs> Leave us a message, 865-441-5171. Thank you for listening. And um, Thank you. Talk to you. 
Love you, dude. Good night, baby. I love you, too, Jim. Sweet dreams. Good night, D. I love you. Bye. I love you. Bye.